Hypocritical, a podcast from Talbox where we discuss security, technology, and compliance news with healthcare industry leaders. Data breaches and HIPAA fines are everywhere in healthcare. If your organization isn't proactive about protecting PHI, you're only tempting fate. When it comes to a breach, everything from employee training to how long it takes an organization to notify the HHS is essential. Each month, we publish a report that analyzes HIPAA breaches affecting more than 500 people that are reported to the HHS. Under the High Tech Act, the HHS Secretary is required to post these breaches to the breach notification portal publicly, or what most people in the industry call the HHS Wall of Shame. Asia Anderson, Powbox Customer Success Manager, joins me again to discuss the latest HIPAA breach report and trends she's observed over the last month. Hi, Asia. Could you give our listeners a quick rundown of the data found in the September 2021 HIPAA breach report and what stood out to you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it comes as no surprise to either of us. Uh, network servers far and away outpaced all of our platforms with over 4.5 million mm-hmm. uh, reaches. And this is a, a half million increase from last month. Um, there were two big breaches that stood out. There was a hospital uh, healthcare provider group in Nevada that had 1.3 million compromised. And then there was another healthcare provider in Georgia with 1.4. And, you know, when you and I were going over the numbers, we we both felt that that was interesting, right? These, these It's random that these two numbers are exact and everything very, else on the HHS wall of shame is not. Yeah, we didn't round these up. Um, so we just found that interesting because um, that's, it's not a trend that we've observed in the past. And I'm not casting aspersions. I'm just wondering. <laughs> no, uh, we should definitely uh, make a note and keep track of it just to see yeah. if that number goes up or it goes down. But something that I also found uh, very similar to last month was that it was just two breaches that made up the bulk of the people affected in the network server breaches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, we we like you said, we're not. I'm never surprised by this data, and I'm never surprised that it is network servers. But like we said last month, I think people forget that the email servers still affect a lot of people. That is still mm-hmm. a large number of people, uh, but the you know the numbers aren't quote unquote as flashy as server mm-hmm. breaches. What can you tell us is happening with customers, or you're talking to our customers about on the email front? Sure. Well, uh, we observed there was a, like a 20% drop um, in breaches that were happening on email between this month and last. That probably is related to folks going on vacation. There's just not as much email traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this, is, this is something that we talk about when we meet. Um, we have to understand what normal looks like for us. And every customer is going to be a little bit different. There's some... There's some broad uh, comparisons you can draw based on you know how many individuals are sending traffic through the servers. But uh, one of the benefits of Pawbox is that we have these resources on our dashboard that you can actually look at the statistics over a period of time. You can go back you know a year and look at your statistics of how much email that you're receiving and sending, and um, you can you can look for patterns. So mm-hmm. I know we have um, we have. Uh, an IT executive at one of our companies who is constantly monitoring that traffic and looking for um, changes, looking for minute changes. Because you, you, as you pointed out, 
the email breaches don't have the same sort of uh, occurrences. You know, it's not as high as a number uh, as the network servers, but it still has um, a big impact for these IT uh, professionals that are running um, security for their companies. Mm-hmm. So what um, what we're talking a lot about, what I'm encouraging people to pay attention to is uh, the, their traffic and to define what normal looks like. So if they see unusual activity, they can reach out immediately. And that's what we're doing too on the Powbox side. You know, our, um, our customer success managers are looking at that data. We're bringing that data into our customer meetings um, and, and using that to uh, stay alert. Yeah, and I will add, uh, I will reiterate actually that our customers do really like that. I sit in on a, on a lot of customer success interviews. So I have a lot of interface with our customers talking about our products. And that is something that they love that they can monitor it down to such a granular level. Because earlier when you and I were talking, uh, we talked about common threads between all of the big attacks that has happened, that have happened in, you know, the last couple of months. So why don't you give an update on the major attacks we've been talking about to our listeners. Sure, absolutely. So um, there are a couple of breaches and attacks that we've touched on over the past few episodes. And in in looking at those, I realized um, all of them happened on some kind of major holiday weekend. It happened while our attention was elsewhere. Uh And um, for instance... uh, Very American theme. Very... (laughs) Yeah, interesting how that that keeps repeating. Um, <laughs> the the JBS attack happened over Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Kaseya attack happened over July Fourth. The Colonial Pipeline uh, attack happened over Mother's Day, which is absolutely a holiday. And um, you know, we were focused on other things, and you know, the back door was open essentially. Mm-hmm. It's so, just one small thing. It's one small thing, and you know, it's interesting. Um, I, I keep looking back at Kaseya and uh, you asked me, you know, you asked me for an update. I was doing some research and was having trouble finding like a really concrete update uh, as to what had happened. Because when we were discussing it, uh, I believe two months ago now, um, we noted that there, there just wasn't a whole lot of information as to what mm-hmm. had actually happened. And, and uh, there was a blog that pointed out that Kaseya said it was a sophisticated attack 10 times in a statement that they released. Um, And then that blog followed up with uh, a log file that showed that the attack only took two seconds. And the log file was from a Kaseya employee. Yeah, which was interesting. Um, Hopefully that's all kosher. Um, It was really interesting. So uh, it made me think for the first time about the jargon that's being used when these things are happening. and whether the language kind of undermines how uh, simple the ultimate um, security issue is, like how how easy it could have been corrected had it been dealt with in advance. Are you um, saying that a well-crafted <laughs> statement from a large organization just didn't cut it? Is that what you're didn't. saying? It, didn't, it just left me with a lot of questions. Should right? we plug Koala Greeby's blog post <laughs> one more time for everyone? I yeah, will. Link, I, mean, I will link it in our transcript. You should. You absolutely should. Um, you absolutely should because it, it is important to be um, proactive in, in getting people as much information as you can as soon as you can, and also being honest about what it is that's going on because. Um, we talk about this every month and mm-hmm. we keep seeing these numbers um, increase. We keep seeing the uh, the number of folks that are compromised. 
increase. Um, this isn't a problem that's going away. And we're headed into another holiday weekend. I'm wondering what's going to happen. You know, once we get to Monday, what might have happened over this weekend? The FBI um, actually released a statement saying, like, be aware, be prepared. They drew the parallel among all these attacks this summer happening over the holiday. And so they're saying, um, they're saying that you need to pay attention to routine activity. Oh. Uh, look at your architecture, establish a baseline, you know, um, understand what normal looks like, understand what an anomaly might look like. Um, it's important to have logs, you know, look at <laughs> audit logs, you know, who's the last user that changed something. Um, and understanding, understanding your data, understanding how to leverage your data in the company setting can also apply to your personal life. And that's, you know, that, that gets us into the tips for this month. No, definitely. I was going to say, uh, spoiler alert, this episode of Hypocritical is not live. Uh, Asia and I have recorded this before the holiday weekend. <laughs> but if you're listening, you should do exactly what Asia just said and go and look at your work inbox and your personal inbox and see the spam and all of any messages that got through and look at the differences and think, okay, if I wasn't paying attention to my email this weekend, would I have clicked on this? And whatever mm -hmm. behavior you would put towards your work email, you should also be putting towards your home email because if you if you practice at work, you're going to practice at home and practice makes perfect, right? Exactly. Exactly. And I know that we we can get frustrated when we're asked to take extra steps Mm -hmm. Um, you know, your, your IT officers will always say to you that, you know, you need to be, you need to clean up your security hygiene. You need to be using two-factor authentication. I'm going to say the same thing. And I'm also going to recognize that it feels, it feels frustrating. My, um, my dad was complaining to me the other day that, uh, he had to set up two-factor authentication for his healthcare provider to log in, you know, to see his appointments and his records. And, and I was like, why are you upset by that? He's like, well, it's, you know, it's another step. I was like, oh, yeah. And it's protecting your your health information. You don't your want sensitive to information your that sensitive. people want to sell on the black market. Exactly. And and he was like, oh yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> but I I relate, right? I relate. It is frustrating to have to take extra steps, and yet that's what's keeping us safe. That's what's keeping us a step ahead. I mean, what's annoying to do it is probably. Well, probably what definitely is more annoying is like our compliance officer, Rick, who sends a Slack and is like, hey, there was a vulnerability in Google, update it, and then immediately sends an email so that you are bombarded because he's on this all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's his job. Yeah. He, he, he has the unfortunate task of <laughs> um, keeping us compliant and keeping us up to date. And that's why anytime I see something from him, I'm like, yep, mm -hmm, doing it right this second. And I'm going to confirm because it, he he's committed to keeping us um, not just compliant, but also safe. He's concerned about... He he's committed to Palbox's cybersecurity hygiene. Absolutely. He doesn't want us to end up on a breach report. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and 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 that's you should always be listening to that person you know at work and you should take the advice that they're giving you at work and apply it to um, your home because uh -huh. in this in this remote environment you have to treat your home like your office. Yeah, um, I got that Slack from Rick and I updated my Google Chrome on my uh, work laptop and then I booted up my personal laptop and was like, well, I guess I might as well do it now while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's great. I'm so, so glad. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Rick. Thank you for keeping us compliant.
So I feel like all of this talk about staying compliant and good hygiene, infosec hygiene, leads us to the cybersecurity tip of the month. So what is it, Asia? <laughs> yeah, so um, a big shock. My my advice for you um, in your personal life is very similar to what I've said in your professional life, and that's get a sense of what normal activity looks like for you. Um, I have, I think, five different email addresses that are all subscribed to um, newsletters I never read. Um, I know that I have been pwned, as the kids say. Uh, I mentioned that. Have I been p? Oh, and I don't think the kids say that anymore. I think we were. I think we were the kids who. Oh, said we were the kids. Okay. I don't well, think Gen Z and younger says. Oh, I don't know what they say. Um, I didn't even say anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I checked that website uh, at a, at a colleague's. Uh, suggestion and I had been uh pwned like 18 times because I'm not paying attention to my inbox hygiene and I'm subscribing to things right and left. Don't do that. Um figure out what normal activity looks like for you. Understand who you are in regular communication with. Unsubscribe from whatever you can and and clean up your inbox. And so when something comes in that is not normal and not safe, you're going to recognize it much more um, easily. Uh, so you can you can take the practices that you're building in the workplace and you can scale them down and use them personally to to stay alert. So um, be careful. I know you're going to listen to this after the weekend, but like hopefully you're we're sending it's not the only back. holiday weekend in America. So. True. That's true. There will be others. Um, there will be others. So <laughs> stay alert, get a sense of what normal looks like, um, and listen to your compliance officer. For more information about the Pawbox HIPAA breach report or to see any of the data mentioned in this episode, please visit pawbox.com slash blog. Join our next virtual mixer on September 23rd. We'll send you a complimentary beverage to your door that day and your attendance is completely free. Please email me at hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H at powbox.com and I'll get you registered. If you didn't know, we have rescheduled our fourth annual Healthcare Cybersecurity and Innovation Conference, Powbox Secure, to March 23rd and 24th, 2022 at the Park MGM in Las Vegas. Head to powboxsecure.com for more information. You can listen to every episode of Hypocritical on Powbox.com or subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hypocritical. I'm your host, Hannah Trum, signing off. <laughs>